afternoon. Welcome to Why Is This a Thing? Guys, we've made it. We finally made it to wet month. Wet month. Hell yeah, boys. Yeah. Whose idea was so this again? fucking wet right now. <laughs> I'm just soaked. I'm about to just pour this Sweaty. water bottle all over Adam. That's fine. I'm about to douse him with. Bring it on, baby. Like that one Robin. <laughs> We're all wearing our white special. t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Oh no. Oh shit! I forgot my white t-shirt. I'm fucking up. Why is this a thing? Wet t-shirt contest. <laughs> That's a whole other set of podcasts. Coming to the Patreon. <laughs> the sequel to Wet is Wet T-shirt, Nico. That's what we gotta do. Holy shit. Uh, this is a month of water-related films. <laughs> um, it's so, every time you say it, it cracks me up. It's like the most vague thing for a podcast ever. It's all water-themed. It's not like even oceanic, <laughs> marine. This this month's podcast is air-themed. Right. <laughs> They're jumping out of planes. That's not bad, Adam. Hold your horses. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> the gates Hold have opened up, baby. Are we, are we going to go review Top Gun? Yeah, we the are. The original? We could. Single gayest movie ever made, and I love it. <laughs> Air theme. That can't be true. There must pretty be a gay, gayer pretty movie. Gay. It's pretty gay. Pretty gay. <laughs> it's pretty gay. I think it's the, the gayest movies of all the movies that don't involve gay sex. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. That should Air be an month. IMDb I like category. Air month. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Air that's, month. That's Air a good letterbox <laughs> list. Air month. The best air movies. It's so Air stupid. Uh, air Bud. Hell yeah, man. I've never seen a single Air Bud film. Uh, Disney's Planes. Ooh, Airplane. Up. What about Airplane? Airplane, airplane. Up. Up. Mm. Snakes on a Plane. Snakes on a Plane. I guess you could have done Twister if we didn't do Twister Twister's already. an Air that's movie. That's absolutely. Air movie. That's when yeah. Air kills. Yeah. That's yeah. when Air goes too far. <laughs> that's what Twister is. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I mean, we really should do like water, earth, fire, and air, and then end with the last airbender. Oh, no. They're oh, all... and go back and finish the job we started? Yes. You need a fire month then, though. Can we, should we change? No, we got to stick with wet month. <laughs> we got to stick with wet month. But maybe in some da- somewhere in the future, we should do an Avatar-themed <laughs> run of five elemental films. I'm okay with that. It'll only take up three months of our year if we do it the... <laughs> this way so beautiful <laughs> stick a pin in that one i mean that's why they pay us the big bucks here uh yeah. anyway welcome to the show i hope your fourths were uh were uh, wonderful and free and independent i was actually liberating i was actually thrown into a communist prison as a matter of fact it's pretty terrible to see it yeah you yeah. hate to see it it's a, it's a bad beat on yeah. your fourth not not so great yeah uh <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad beat <laughs> It was a Turkish prison, actually. Much worse. Much worse. Well, it depends if you ask Leslie Nielsen. You might see something different. I, uh, listen, I, look on the bright side. At least it wasn't an American prison. Oh, God. Thank God for that. Bazinga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, right. Uh, let's, let's, let's play this. Let's do this here. Let's go. Tom. I know, I know. These are the Toms. I know. Tom's. I know, I know. These are the Tom's. I know. David Hoffner, 
He works in my dad's store. It's back! The Dave Draft! <laughs> it's been away for, what, uh, almost seven months. Last time we did this was at the uh, the Watatis with Zach in the room. Think about how long that's been. Oh, it was a Zach Draft. Oh. Yeah, that was the last time we did the Dave Draft. Uh, it was Dave Draft Zach Edition. Now it's Dave Draft Tom Edition. And I think the draft has returned with... Uh, with a good one, with an all-time classic here. You think so? I think so. I think we brought the heavy hitters this time. You know how 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 far back I forgot about this because I I thought the last one we did was a woman draft. Remember those shenanigans with the women? Yeah, we don't we don't talk yeah. about the women draft. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, guys! <laughs> Out of context, you sound really horrible. Tom draft. All Tom draft. Toms, Thomases, Tommies. Uh, our, Tomas. Our elig- Tomas, Tomas, yeah, Tomas is eligible. Uh, last name Thomas is also theoretically uh, eligible. Mm-hmm. Uh, take your pick, uh, real or fictional, dead or alive. That's the rules of the Dave draft. Each of us are going to draft a roster of four Toms. We're going to do it in snake draft fashion. Um, and then uh, we're going to have you vote in the Discord. You can let your voice be heard. This Independence Day weekend. Uh, well, the kind of, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, exactly. I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a stretch, Nick. Is that what well, you're you saying? Know, it's, it's passed, you wow. know. And now we finally earned our freedom, though. Now we can go vote, you know. Oh, I see. Listen, the revolution wasn't won in a day, Nick. Just because they wrote that declaration, there was a whole <laughs> war still to come. That's a good point. There was a fight for freedom, Nick. This is going to be a right. war. This is going to a be lot a of war. blood was shed to make sure that every Fourth of July, Joey Chestnut could shove seventy hot dogs down his throat. Ugh. How many did he actually get? By the way, I wanted to ask this. Sixty-three. Holy shit! Yeah, not 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 a good showing. Well shy of his pointing. Well not shy of his record of seventy-six that he that he wow. he set last year. But uh, yeah, it was a good time. Okay, <laughs> I don't even like hot dogs. It's impossible to watch that shit. I bet sure. you he doesn't either. Yeah, that's I what bet I was just he doesn't say. You think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you imagine? He's like, oh, I fucking hate them. They're the worst. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Tom draft. Uh, we begin with the co-host whose name is closest to Tom. Uh, I don't even want this pick, but I would humbly suggest that my name is closest to Tom, just given the fact that I have an O in my name and no one else here does. I have an M in my name. I have an O in my name. In your full name, I guess. Yeah, and I have an O in my, well, no, not my full name, but like Adam Robert, you know, there's a T right there. Boom, Adam Robert. I once again suggest that I'm closest to Tom. If you'd like to fight Matt, though, you can have the pick because I I did some pre- draft uh, strategy here and I don't think that that's the pick I want but okay I'm willing to take one for the team if you want to go first yeah all right I don't particularly want to go first okay I will take pick number one okay I can uh, be in the middle that's fine with me yeah. all right so I'm third okay Ooh, guys Adam gets the turn all right cool so uh we're gonna go one two three here and uh then go backwards four five six that's how this thing goes here we go With the first overall pick in the uh, Dave Draft Tom edition, I am selecting Colonel Parker himself, Tom Hanks. Ah. Tom Hanks. One of our great actors of all time. One of the most beloved people on the planet, I would say. I think if you did a straw poll, everyone just voted on 
who they want the president to be at any given moment, Tom Hanks might be the uh, the person with the most votes. I think Just that's someone random... everyone could get behind. Yeah. I see. Okay. Okay. That's not bad. That, that's that's my guy. Man. Are you yeah. sure they're behind him after this Elvis movie? He's a real meanie in that movie. I do admit I'm kind of buying the dip on Tom Hanks right now. I'm kind of getting in at his <laughs> lowest career moment. Ah, I, I don't know if buying the dip applies to a vote that will be happening in the next week. <laughs> I'm holding my stock, okay? I'm holding my... I refuse to give in to the shorters on this one. Mm. Hanks is coming back. He'll rebound. He always does. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. We, he got through three Da Vinci Code movies. That's, that's Why can't true. he do this? That's also true. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Nick, who's your selection? Uh, well, okay. I, I I did not think this was even available to me. I'll take Tom Cruise. Okay. I think that's about right. All right. All right. All right. So I guess that by default kind of leaves me with Tom Hardy. There you go. Tom yeah. Hardy. Nick, you are buying the cruise stock at the absolute highest. That moment. is true. Yeah. That <laughs> we is a... went two opposite strategies on it. That's a great strategy. The problem is if I picked him, no, I think no one would vote for me just because they would think it's me giving the finger to you guys because they know I hate Tom Cruise. Yes. So I actually don't think it's wise for me to vote for him. I think for him. One, one guy is an actor. I mean, both have done incredibly well for themselves in Hollywood and have made sure. a lot of money at the box office and are among, yeah, two of the biggest stars in the history of the business but yeah i think one has had the highest approval rating for most of his run and the other had a very low approval rating until this very moment where they kind of converge they've converged yeah this is the great convergence yeah Mm. what's interesting is my top three picks are now all off the board yeah yeah yeah. i think that those are kind of the default those are pretty much everyone's top three yeah how's tom hardy doing in the eyes of the, the voters these days i don't really know I don't. He hasn't been around much aside from doing those Venom movies. I guess it's pretty quiet. Last, last great movie he did was uh, Mad Max, I guess, and I guess The Revenant the same year. Although I don't love that movie, but you know, cool, cool. Dun- Dunkirk. Got, yeah, yeah, Dunk- Dunkirk. Yeah, but you forget he's in Dunkirk in a way. Yeah. How do you forget? You do though. He's the only person I can tell you who's in Dunkirk. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> if you said who's in Dunkirk, what about I Harry? Would say not Tom Harry Hardy. Styles. Come on, Harry Styles. I has forgot. to come to mind. Come How about that? Harry Kenneth Branagh has to come to. Yeah, mind. that's right. Kenneth. Now that's a name I really forgot was in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth Branagh's in that for like a second. Just standing on a bridge for an hour and a half. <laughs> he did all that shooting in a day, dude. <laughs> Why? Why Brana? Uh, like, I don't man. know. He needed to prep for Tenant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Adam, pick number four. Back to you. Uh, Tommy Chong. Tommy Chong. Tommy Chong. Wow. Tommy Chong. That that is what I would call uh, an absolute shocker. And it's an Adam pick. <laughs> but give me Tommy Chong. I want him. Like I definitely saw Tommy Chong on this list, but it didn't <laughs> register who that was until you said out loud Tommy Chong, and I was like, oh right. Oh. I think we're parked, man. Come on. <laughs> Tommy Chong. You're putting so on your I just just <laughs> on your Mount Rushmore, you have of Tom Tommy's? Hardy next to Tommy Chong. Absolutely. Two of the actors of their time, I would no, say. God, here's, side by side. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's Tom Hanks, Tom Hardy, maybe Tom Cruise, and Tommy Chong. That's the that's the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> that's the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> I can't believe Tommy Chong rose that high. That's crazy. I love Tommy Chong. <laughs> wow. Okay. 
Uh, go ahead, Nick. Well, okay. <laughs> the world is now oh. your oyster, my friend. Well, apparently, Cheech and Chong um, have been added. When are we gonna do the Cheech draft? Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Would Cheech Marine even be the highest pick in the Cheech draft? Probably not. Does anyone voting on this know who Cheech and Chong are? I hope so. I think so. I think uh, most people do. Okay. We've discussed Tommy Chong in this podcast. I love we've... Cheech and Chong yeah. for the record. Yeah, me I too. love them. I yeah. absolutely love them, but I'm not sure that kids <laughs> of a certain age would know who they are. I vote with my heart. We know this. I know. I we get know it. this. I don't care about well, the wins or the money. Cheech and Chong <laughs> rule, dude. I, that is a, listen, if TikTok discovered Cheech and Chong clips, Ooh. Oh, I, I feel like they, they're due. You know what I mean? You think so? I think they could really speak for an entire generation of of stoner in the way that the Big Lebowski <laughs> does, you know? I agree. I'd yeah. love to see that. Okay, fair. I think we got to like put some old Cheech and Chong movies back in oh, the yeah. theaters, you know? <laughs> yeah, where's the revival movie? Yeah. The reboot. Cheech and Chong reboot. Oh, God. <laughs> Nick, what is it? Uh, I think I'll pick the great inventor, Tom Edison. Mm. Wow. Not bad. Thomas Edison, inventor of the light bulb. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. Well, Tesla disputes that, right? But Tesla's crazy. Mm. Yeah, I mean. He's, he's out of his mind. Did you see the way he invented that machine to, like, duplicate people and shit? <laughs> <laughs> He's a lunatic. I hate you so much. What? There's a lot of ways I can go with this. There's a lot of ways I can go with this next pick. Nick, he looks suspiciously like uh, great, the great David Bowie. It was very weird. It really does. It's strange how From much. From the original he, Dave draft. It's very strange ironically. how much he looks like David Bowie. There's one guy on this list who um, I, I think you guys might not take him, but should go. I have my. Well, let's see. Because I know what my next pick would be. Yeah, there's a guy there that might be around for me at the end. I don't know if I want to risk it, though. This is this is why it's such a tough spot. Because yeah. mm-hmm. now I have to go two back to back, but it might be not be good value. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, huh. Let's go with, wow. Let's go with Tom Holland. Mm. Holland. That that's purely catering to the base, I think. Yeah. That that that's uh drafts it with my head, not with my heart. Wasn't my pick. I think there's a smarter pick for that, but alright. Really? Mm-hmm. For what? It for uh Oh, oh yeah, you're you're totally right. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that one. Yeah. Is, is there someone I'm missing here that Yeah. Really? For that base? Absolutely. For that base, I would have gone Hiddleston. Oh. Yes, it would No, I'm, I'm going to stick with Holland, I think. Right. I'm going to stick with Holland. And then I'll take Brady, even though I, didn't, I don't know if you guys were going to take him or not, but I should probably take the greatest quarterback of all time, right? There's a lot. It's con- could be controversial, bro. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't, comes I, with I, some baggage. I'm not sure that's a smart pick for that. Would you reason. guys have taken him? No. I was considering it, but he really wasn't in my... Top twelve. <laughs> You're walking I mean, Tom on Brady ice, needs though. to be drafted in a top. Like when I hear the name Tom, I think Tom Brady. I think it's funny if Tom Brady doesn't get drafted. Yeah. <laughs> or you know, if he gets drafted last, that kind of fits. Yeah. Let, let's stick with that. 
Tom Tom Brady. Tom Brady. When I hear Tom, that's what I think. It's Tom Brady. All right, it's fair, fair, fair. Go ahead, Nick. Hmm. So now, I am going to pick Tommy Wiseau. <sighs> Heavy hitter off the board. He's going to get swept away from me if I don't soon. <laughs> you think so? I was not going, Tommy Wiseau. Wow. <laughs> no. no. Still no. some big ones out there. Though. Oh, God, yeah. Go ahead, Adam. You have two picks here. Well, first one for me is Tom Petty. Wow, Tom Petty didn't go yet. Tom Petty. Who thought Tommy Ta- Chong would go four picks ahead of Tom Petty? <laughs> No one had that on their big board. <laughs> I was gonna pick him first, and then I was like, "Yeah, I shouldn't do that. I should do that." I guess okay. it doesn't matter. But uh, and then after that, this is where it gets tough for me. Ah, it could make or break me. As if you know, Tom the Cat from Tom and Jerry. That's true. Or Thomas the Tank Engine. Come on, Tommy, Tommy. Tommy Pickles. Tommy Pickles being on this is just—it's the shit. Tom Sawyer. Hmm. Couple big names still out there. I We're sort of glossing over. Tommy Lee Jones is staring us right in the face. Tom Skerritt, my boy from Alien. I love that Tom Skerritt. Uh, I do have a question: is is Tom Sawyer? Is that the character Tom Sawyer, or is that the song Tom Sawyer? I, I think we're going with the character Tom Sawyer because I imagine okay. the song is based on the character in some way. Are we allowed to nominate a song? Yeah, I think so. Uh, so if we did a Roseanne drought. I could do. The, the song by the police, <laughs> Roxanne. Roxanne. Roxanne, not Roseanne. <laughs> Roseanne Jeff would be pretty. That fun, too, though. yeah. Roseanne as well, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I I was also kind of considering Thomas Jane as a teaser, but I'm not gonna do that. No, I'm gonna go Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Okay, there Good you list. go. Yeah. Yeesh. So I'm done. You're all done, yeah. Tear yourselves apart. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones. Tom Hooper, the greatest director of all time, still sitting there. That's accurate. <laughs> greatest director of all time, huh? <laughs> Is he better better or worse than Rennie Harlan? <laughs> <laughs> Tom That's Jones. Not Tommy Lee Jones, but Tom Jones. I was considering Tom one Jones. One of the great singers ever. I needed the one I needed the one musician. God, I love Tom Jones. I almost want Tom Jones. God, I love Tom Jones, dude. I, it's Steve. weird because like if this is my Mount Rushmore. Thomas Jefferson is literally on literally on Mount Rushmore. <laughs> He's literally on Mount Rushmore. Uh, it's too on the nose. But it, it is Thomas right? Jefferson. That's also a controversial pick, though. I don't know how the Discord's going to respond. It is controversial. Yeah, it definitely know. is. Yeah. Now, um, now in 2022, you can't be picking Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> Tom Green. I think Nick. Tom Green. <laughs> oh, Tom Green. Come Ooh. on, Nick. Tom Ford. Oh, yeah. Come on. I think I'll pick, I'll 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 make up for Nico's mistake and I'll pick Hiddleston. All right, All right we'll see if that pays off for you. That's pretty good. Uh, this one is uh, going to win me the whole draft. This one? You're sure of it? Do you know what you're picking? Pickles. Ah, <laughs> you're picking Tommy Pickles. Tommy Pickles. Yeah. The '90s babies are going to fucking love me with that one. Yeah, you might be right. That's tapping right very... into the demo. Yeah, Nico's do daring. It is daring. Yeah. It's a great list. You're two babies on the list now. Tommy Pickles and, and Tom Holland. Oh, yeah. And Tom Brady, too. <laughs> I think he's got a very polarizing list, but we'll see what happens. My list fucking yeah. rules. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Here are the rosters. Uh, on Team Nico, we have Tom Hanks. Uh, 
portrayer of uh, Colonel Parker in the latest Elvis movie <laughs> in a fat suit. <laughs> a lot of comparisons to Danny DeVito's performance as the Penguin. Uh, the uh, second best Spider-Man, Tom Holland. Uh, the greatest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady. And uh, the number one rug rat, Tommy Pickles. Nick has selected the king of Hollywood and the Church of Scientology, Tom Cruise. <laughs> Uh, the inventor of the light bulb, allegedly Thomas Edison, uh, one of the great auteurs of his time. Tommy was so director of the room and uh, Loki. And, and I would say one of the hottest members of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Tom Hiddleston. Mm-hmm. And Adam has selected. <laughs> what? Portrayer of Gotti. In 2020s, no, not Gotti. Uh, <laughs> what? Where are you going? No, not Gotti. Well, uh, Al Capone, portrayer of Capone in the 2020 film Capone. Tom Hardy, Mr. Luscious Lips himself, sometimes star of Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. Uh, half of Cheech and Chong, Tommy Chong. <laughs> what? <laughs> It's just so fucking ridiculous, I got, Adam. A, good, I got a good list, you, you guys. It's, uh, it's a decent list. M- member of the uh, Traveling Wilburys, Tom Petty. <laughs> it's a good list. <laughs> I'm really grasping at straws here. And star of Men in Black 3, Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> Two of your guys just like Tom, don't make expressions. Tom's. What? what was that? Two name? of your guys just don't make expressions, and the other two probably smoke ridiculous amounts of pot. <laughs> Accurate. That is correct. Accurate. You think Tommy Lee Jones doesn't smoke vast amounts of weed? I don't know. He might. He probably does. Now, all of these guys are stoners. Definitely. They probably all smoke pot, but I wasn't totally confident about Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee, he was smoking weed with the Coens. No Country for Old Men. If I had to handicap this early, I would say that I am in the best position. You always say that, and you never win, so shut up. <laughs> it literally is like a consistent... <laughs> you always, always say that invariably every time, and you never fucking win. <laughs> vote in the Discord. You have two weeks. Vote, vote, vote. Vote like your life depends on it. We're Some, coming for you if you don't vote. Sometimes it does. Yeah. We're sending our goons. Sometimes it does. Okay. Uh, you can't make my, that joke on this podcast. I don't have the button. That's the wrong show. It's <laughs> the wrong show. Okay. Um, wet month. We're talking about a movie that Adam has been teasing, mm. dangling in front of us. Like uh, you, you dangle a piece of meat in front of a bloodthirsty shark. That's right. It's called Deep Blue Sea. Uh, we finally got around to it. It's a movie I had not seen prior to this. Nick hadn't either, but... Uh, you grew up with this movie, right? Yeah, the great American classic, Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, one of my favorite <laughs> movies of all time. Uh, yeah, I've, I've. Um, it's like, a, I guess it kind of fits into the 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 oeuvre of like anacondas, and I guess maybe gremlins to a degree, a little bit different. But uh, yeah, like one of those like creature features. I sort of grew up watching. I actually snuck into the theater to, when I was very little when this came out. When you were four? Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, 
and uh, I was with my old. You snuck? Did you like? I guess I didn't I mean, tell the guy outside to buy you a beer. Like we were, you were four. Well, we were going to see like Tarzan or something like that. I forgot what it was. Yeah. Uh, and then it was me, my older brother, and my dad, and we just hear screaming coming from this theater. And like, ooh, what is that? So uh, my dad opens the door for us, and we walk in. It's a little Cineram in Torrington, uh, Torrington, Connecticut, which no one knows about. Um, it's a piece of shit. Another town that doesn't exist. Yes, no, no, no. People know about Torrington, but they there they was don't. a guy in the hot dog eating contest the other day from. Oh God! And Stay away I from that. Him. Made perfect sense. Yeah, I don't mean to talk. <laughs> I don't mean to talk disparagingly about Torrington, Connecticut, but it is a piece of shit place. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So we snuck in, and I didn't see the whole movie, but I was scarred for life when uh, I walk in, and it, it is the shot of the elevator shaft where the woman gets lifted up by the shark from her crotch, right? And mm-hmm. there's just blood streaming down her. I'm like, oh my God! And I was like. It's, it scared me to death, but at the same time, I was like, that's maybe the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love it. This is, I, I can't wait to see this when I'm a little older. And then so you, that's when you, that's the moment you entered the theater? <laughs> yes. Yes. Four-year-old Adam goes, I want to I revisit this. I want to revisit when this 10. when I'm old enough. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> can't wait to see this with a more mature set of eyes. That's right. I'm not, I'm not sophisticated enough for Deep Blue Sea yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to revisit this as part of my Rennie Harlan retrospective. Can't wait to dig deeper into this guy's filmography. I like the cut of his jib. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, <laughs> ended up Rennie being a movie Harlan. that um, I, I saw quite quite a bit on cable going over friends' houses, and it just became like one of those movies that was always around. And you know, and now it, it now has holds a place on my my physical movie shelf. Hmm. as this very nostalgic film that I still love. I mean, it's 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 dumb as shit. I would say objectively bad. Object, yeah, probably. I think, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not. It's not very good. Yeah, but it's but it's uh, it's fun. <laughs> I rewatched it again. You know, for like the hundredth time. I'm like, yeah, this is still a fun, <laughs> stupid as fuck movie, and I'm cool so I'm with guessing it. You watched this before you saw Jaws. No, no, God, no, God, no, fuck no. I, you I, saw okay, Jaws so you by saw the time Jaws you were four? Were, Jaws, one of the first yeah. movies I ever saw. What is happening here? Jaws, one of the, I, I love, like, I love this idea that, like, Adam was born and Jaws was on the hospital TV. Yeah. Like, yeah, kind of was. Room. It's, it is, it's, it is a movie that I don't remember the first time I saw it because it was always on in my life. Wow. I saw it, I probably saw it about 50 times before and moving to Connecticut. And I moved to Connecticut when I was five. So, Nick, do you remember the first movie you saw? Like, I'm sure there were other movies. The more that Adam talks remember, like but... this, the more I think he's either stupid or full of shit. Yeah, I, 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 I can't, I can't you know? tell which either. <laughs> no you were, you realize what, how young four is? Yeah. No like my my cousin way. is five, and like she doesn't know her own I, name. Like that's how young she I is. I couldn't sit through it. A 15 minute episode of Spongebob How the fuck are you watching no, Jaws No she's watching Bluey times? and she gets bored after 3 minutes No nope. This is a different you generation fucking guys. Bluey Guys we were very intense we very... Guys ni- the 95 <laughs> You're so full of shit The children of 95 come on No I saw No I did... <laughs> No I probably saw saw Jaws Yeah like, like 50 to 100 times Before uh uh, seeing that's Blue crazy. Sea. I have seen Jaws. And, and more somehow than... you still like this movie? That's what I was going to ask. That was oh, because of question. <laughs> I figured yeah, maybe. Go, you... Hang on, hang on. Let's go back to the... <laughs> what movie do you remember, Nick? 
actually sitting down and watching. Not like not something that's that. sort of been on in the background. Like what? What's okay? Well, not again. If I, I had to guess, I don't want you to I name to what it was. I just like what is the furthest back your memory goes in terms of I am consciously sitting down to watch this movie front to back. Well, okay. So there's only there's two movies I watched as a kid, uh-huh. mm. which I've talked about in the past. It's yes. James and the Giant Peach and sure. George of the Jungle. Right. right. The two movies I watched as a kid. Me too. Right. If Me too. I had to guess. Other movies now, apparently, that apparently I Apparently you were watching fucking Solo at age seven. That's right. <laughs> Solo. It's a great movie. <laughs> the time you're in the first grade. It's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gee, that's a really dark joke. <laughs> Guys. I need to cut that out of the podcast. I need to cut that out. That is... <laughs> We will not speak of that again. I'm burning the original copy of this podcast. There's no way that is seeing the light of day. As far as as far as everyone knows, I was never here for that. <laughs> that is the worst joke that I've is ever such made. A, that's that a, that is wow. That's a fucked up. Joke. Fucking eight years into this podcast, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Nick, what were you saying? What was the movie you saw? Keep going. If I had to guess. Uh, it was probably something like an Indiana Jones or a Star Wars because those are the types of movies my dad just always had on when I was a kid. Yeah, I remember going to to Shrek. That's whoa! That's, that was two thousand one. That's late. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I that's it's late. You must have watched something before that, though. No, it was all Barney and shit. Oh God, no! No, did- I I watched appropriate. Stuff when I was a child, I did not have the childhood that you had. You were I was sheltered. Yes. I was. But your show- parents never watched movies. Sheltered as a child. and you were just there, and you would watch it. Uh, you know what I mean? Well, like I my dad fucking watched Woody Allen movies and shit, though. Like it wasn't like anything. <laughs> like violence was never really a part of it. Oh God, you okay. know. Well, I, I was actually saying I was telling Adam the story the other day. We were talking about Stern, and like uh, that was one of the first experiences I had with mm. something that was clearly not meant for me. Yeah. My my uh, my aunt had one of those Sirius XM receivers. This is back like before Sirius XM was built into cars. You actually had to order the receiver and put it on the dashboard. And sometimes you would like lose connectivity or whatever. And uh, whenever I was in the car with her, I would flip on Howard Stern. And this was maybe when I was six or seven. And she would be like, oh, he's so filthy. And I found that very funny. Just like chicks on the Sibian. Interesting. Um, but like in terms of violence... That wasn't really, you know, like I, I watched. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw Shrek in the theater and I got deathly ill. I was like vomiting in the bathroom oh, and like yeah. my brother really wanted to finish the movie. So we had to sit in the theater and watch the whole damn movie. <laughs> Didn't matter how much I cried or how sick I was. We were finishing Shrek. It was a real moment. OK, in 2001. Uh, Shrek, though, that's that feels very late for me. I know what the first movie I ever saw was because my parents have confirmed this for me where they sat me down and stupid little Adam is just <laughs> wide eyed at the screen to Forrest Gump. Ah, uh, that's the first movie I ever saw. Well, I do have a story like that. Yeah. My my uncle sat me down in the in the uh, carrier and uh, put me right on the table and we watched The Godfather. OK. When I was like six months, but I don't think I remember much of it. So I guess there you go. That was a, it's a little for intense first. <laughs> so for me, it's it's Forrest Gump, it's Jaws, and it's Godzilla from 1998 with Matthew Broderick. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man, yeah. I'm there's nobody I miss more in Hollywood than Matthew Broderick. <laughs> Matthew Broderick. <laughs> I miss him. He's still around, right? Uh, no. He was in Manchester by the Sea. Yeah, he's he was in, in that. He's in a few things, I suppose. 
Yeah. He was in he he was in Modern Family for an episode or two. Sure. It's good for him. He's not I really around. Him, no. I want I want him like leading films again. We want to we want to do the sequel. We want like Ferris Bueller's Day On or something like that. Ooh, ooh, Ferris ooh. Bueller's Day On. <laughs> Let's that. do it. Ferris Bueller works from home. <laughs> Ferris Bueller's in a wheelchair. <laughs> Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller zooms in. into the conference call. <laughs> Ferris Bueller's in an iron lung. That's a dark twist. Jeez, you're wishing Ferris. the worst on poor Ferris. I know. I know. His whole town was behind him, and you're the only guy wishing diseases on him. I don't know if I hate Ferris. No, I like Ferris. What am I saying? How do you hate Ferris? Who they, hates Ferris there's Bueller? A, there's a strong community on the internet that hates Ferris. Who are these menaces? They kill Ferris, they say. He's they a say. sociopath. They but are. the problem is, sociopaths are usually very charming. Fucking rule. <laughs> like Lalo Salamanca. That's true. Right. <laughs> I love Lalo. <laughs> My Be- guy. He grew up to be Lalo. Lalo Salamanca. Yo, I was hanging out with some friends on 4th of July Salamanca's the other day. day off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to know what that's like. Oh my god! He goes to Germany. No, no, no days off for Lalo. No, Lalo doesn't take days off. When you're in the cartel, there are no days off. I was talking with a bunch of friends that watch Better Call Saul, and we all agreed like he is a psychopath. He is a murderer. We watch him murder innocent people that we love and care about on a weekly basis. But my god, I love Lalo. Yeah. How do you not love the man? He's so damn charming. I don't know. He's he's the best. It's He's beautiful. He's, he's wonderful. Beautiful. Yes, he is. Five days away from Better Call Saul. Returning. I know. I know. Can't wait. Can't fucking wait. Uh, okay, cool. So you love this movie. I, I, lo- I love this movie. It's it's a one that means a lot to me and my uh, older brother because we shared that similar scarred for life experience. And then we, you know, <laughs> we, we watch this together as family. You know, it's like it, it is it is a movie that brings us together. You know, a family movie as family, it family. brings you together as it tears you apart. Exactly, <laughs> you know it. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's, and it's a hell of a movie. It really could be the best movie ever made. <laughs> Adam, this movie looks like shit. <laughs> From start to finish, this movie looks like shit. What are you talking about? What do you, what do you mean? I mean, I need you to clarify I mean, for a second. Why does it look like I'll, shit? I'll, I'll clarify. All right. <laughs> so when the movie starts, it looks bad, mm. and it keeps doing that. <laughs> the special effects in this are ghastly. They're they're, they're really horrific. bad. They're really bad. Also, like, like, how do you manage to make Samuel L. Jackson look like a fat sack of pudding? Okay, let's talk about Sam Jackson. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. All right, so let's read the cast (laughs) list for you. So Rennie Harlan, by the way, the director of this movie, is coming off of a string of like mediocre box office performances. Um, But you know, in the uh, early '90s, he did Die Hard Two. Um, he did uh, the the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street sequel, Dream Masters. Right? It sucks though. Okay. Uh, he did Cliffhanger, Cliffhanger with yeah. Stallone, which fucking rules. You ever seen Cliffhanger, Nick? I have not. Fucking rules. There, there's a scene in Cliffhanger, Nick, where Sylvester Stallone is hanging off uh, the side of a glacier. You, you and, won't believe he actually he dangles off <laughs> of several cliffs in the movie. Yeah, I had not a feeling that, it was about that. Yeah. No, 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 no. But Sun, but, but, but to show how hunch. to show how I- impressive he is, he's able to get a grip on an icicle and climb up the icicles. Right. It's pretty incredible. <laughs> Wow, yeah, that so, sounds plausible. <laughs> Not for Stallone. So here's the cast. All right, uh, 
it, it is both simultaneously a very impressive list of 90s figures while also being one of the worst cast movies of all time. Possibly. Uh, Thomas Jane in one of his early roles. This is before the Daredevil movies. Uh, or the no, Punisher, sorry, the, the Punisher, Punisher movie. The Punisher, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, this is before uh, you know he becomes like a, a big CBS uh, you know procedural star. It's before the Mist. Before the way mist. before the Mist. Yeah, awesome movie. Yeah. Um, you have this this woman Saffron Burroughs who uh, never really did anything again. Uh, Jacqueline McKenzie also never does anything again. Uh, but then you have Sam Jackson, Michael Rappaport. <laughs> At the peak of his powers, Stellan Skarsgård, <laughs> Ada Totoro from uh, The Sopranos, better known as Janice Soprano, and LL Cool J as mm. Preacher. A lot of big names there. Uh, Sam Jackson, I think, being the biggest one of them, is so totally wasted in this until his demise. And we'll, we'll get to the demise in just a second, which is, I think, clearly the best scene in the movie. Uh <laughs> But, like, I kept thinking to myself the whole time, like, you need to switch Sam Jackson and Stellan Skarsgård. They're playing each other's roles. You know what I mean? Like, Stellan Skarsgård is the sort of straight-edged CEO of a pharmaceutical company, the kind of, you know, empty suit that doesn't really care about the humanity or ethics of what's going on at this this deep-sea bunker. Um, And Sam Jackson is, like, a renegade doctor. You know what I mean? And I feel like... Sam Jackson's really acting here with his with his hands tied behind his back because we see what he's able to do with snakes on a plane about a decade later. Like the guy is clearly very good in B movie situations being outrageous and over the top. And he just has to play it so quiet here. And I found that disappointing. They need to rewrite uh, the Stellan Skarsgård character, though, because if you put uh, uh, Sam Jackson in that role, he's does much much far far littler he doesn't do anything yes right well that's so you, true so you're saying just the idea of him playing a renegade doctor is is more the role he should he should fill totally yeah okay well i just i see stellan skarsgård as like the sort of heartless villain well, you like, know what i mean like i suppose well in a way yeah but i, I sort of see stellan skarsgård as you know just this random expendable doctor character you know he's expendable but they like they they make this point about how he's he's so uh, like daring and quirky and he, at one point he's peeing off of the side of the ship and like yes. he smokes inside his laboratory even though it's like a major fire hazard like the guy's a renegade and, and well I, I don't know like I, that's, I maybe they're both miscast maybe neither of them should be in the movie in the first place but I just thought the easiest fix was to just flip those two I don't know if it makes that much of a difference see the problem the thing you're describing is just poor writing Nico well and okay, that's the other thing enough. we got to talk yeah. about yeah it's just 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 the worst script just ever the, conceived yeah. ever 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 um <laughs> not the, but the Sam Jackson bit by the way where he meets his demise is not my favorite scene in the movie although possibly the most memed and iconic thing ever yeah. uh funny enough my favorite scene in the movie happens to be the scene that I caught in the movie theater when I was a kid Okay. Because it's actually kind of thrilling. In the elevator shaft. Yes. It's okay. actually kind of taut. And I'm like, ooh, what's going to happen here? And it's it's punctuated great with that moment that I described. And like this, and the movie is filled with thrilling enough moments, except they're always mixed in with, just, again, something just too dumb for its own good, whether it's a bird or LL Cool J mm. or the fact that sharks can swim backwards in this movie, <laughs> what, what have you. And there's a few things. I mean, that also, is yeah, not would, the biggest scientific leap, though, that the oh, movie takes. The bit, um, well, and the, and the, well, <laughs> well, also, <laughs> why, why, is that even, the, you, why is that even given attention at all? 
there's like a <laughs> like, like, why, why do we care at all that their sharks can swim forward or backwards or not at all i don't care they're pretending as though the movie is scientifically accurate until 100% we percent medically accurate. Exa- exactly <laughs> but by punctuating well, yeah, it I, with the fact that when i'm ma- healing when i'm hearing fucking michael rapaport screaming diagnostics <laughs> i'm like shut the fuck up rapaport you're Ma! I need the diagnostics on this cat! <laughs> on this fucking shark! There's a big fucking shark over here! <laughs> you stupid <laughs> fuck, you! What was I saying? Did you say Natasha Leone when uh, she hosted SNL, she did like a sketch impersonating Michael Rappaport oh on no. ESPN's first take? <laughs> and it got cut from the show because I think it was too niche for like the audience. Oh, come on! <laughs> But it's online. You can see like the during the dress rehearsal or whatever. Natasha Leone impersonating Michael Rappaport. That's great. It's really good because I guess he he used to be her landlord, uh, and he like threw her out of the apartment one time because she like was behind on her rent or whatever. Mm. It's it's really funny. Where he, yeah, you stupid freaking guy, you. <laughs> he's the man. He's, all those early like Dave Chappelle sketches. God, he's funny. Oh my yeah. god. I mean, he's got such a vibe, but you have to like capture the vibe well. Like it's you know, you have to Are catch you, lightning in the bottle. And you're saying they don't use him properly in this movie? Yeah, definitely not. Oh, really? He's De- not a scientist. <laughs> Clearly God. not. Yeah. Know, guys, he's he's, like, he's 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 he's, he's kind of nerdyish. You know, he's got that that curly hair. I don't know. He's he I wears. Think that's, I think that's what they thought. They're like, oh, that's you- all, that, no, that's all, you, guys. That's all you need to, to convincingly play a nerd. Just curly hair. It's, it's a well known fact. Right. Yeah. You guys watch Prison it's, Break? Love Prison Break. Do you like him on Prison Break? I don't know. I, I think he's really bad in Prison yeah, Break. Yeah. I think that's like really <laughs> awful casting. Yeah, they cast him well, as like I the also, heavy. Did, <laughs> it's really bad. Is he, he good in anything? Serious question. Yes. Where he's, where he's not playing like a, a hockey fan or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's my. Yes, question. he's good yeah. in things. Yes. Is, is he? Is he? Is he good at acting? Yes. Okay, not a role where he could conceivably be himself. He well, he, he plays a father figure in a, in a Netflix show that I'm not crazy about, but I actually kind of like. Oh, him. that show, yeah, a- I heard that show's pretty good, atypical. Yeah, 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 it's it's fine, it's a fine show, and but he's actually surprisingly good in the in the show. Yeah. He's great in Copland, mm. but again, he's playing himself in Copland. <laughs> I think he's really good in True Romance. Yeah, I agree. Right, I agree. Like, but again, that, sleazeball though. So sleazeball. I think Tony Scott is able to like capture that sort of manic energy. Yeah, and honestly, Spike Lee I think does it well in Bamboozled. I think he's good in Bamboozled. I haven't seen Bamboozled. Yeah, I mean, but that's like a really over the top like satire that that movie. Um, okay. No, I think he had a pretty good run actually in the '90s. Like he and he's been involved in some like classic movies and has a weird little footprint in '90s cinema. But yeah, um, I agree. I like Michael Rapaport a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I definitely he's very think bad. He, he fits in, in his, his niche today a lot better. <laughs> I think he's he was definitely born for the Twitter era. Mm. Yeah, not for the acting world. That's <laughs> right. fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't remember what I was saying when we, when we went on this tangent. Something about it, this, the 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 movie uh, being scientifically accurate, but of course not being scientifically accurate. Sure, right. It was, but to rope back around Nick when you mentioned the, the detail about sharks swimming backwards it's almost like the movie wants to remind you it's like no 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 we know how sharks work we know that we know what sharks are actually supposed to do so we we've done our research mm. uh, so it gives us the right to you know have sharks uh, trap humans and create little traps for them and be like like the joker <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah the joker <laughs> 
the big shark in this. In the words of Colin Trevorrow, he would describe the big shark as the Joker. Did we go over that clip when we talked about Buck Henry? I don't think so. So Trevorrow did an interview, I think it was with the New Yorker or something, where they asked him, like, what was your inspiration when you were making, what, what's the new one called? Dominion? The Giganotosaurus. Dominion. Oh, oh yeah. but the dinosaur he's referring to, it's a real dinosaur, by the way. It's okay. not its not a dinosaur that they just made for the movie, the Giganotosaurus. Yeah. Okay, so they asked him, okay, whatever that name is, I'm not going to repeat it, I'm not even going to try. <laughs> uh, but they asked him, like, what were you sort of going for here? What were your, some of your cinematic inspirations? What were you researching? And he's like... You know, well, I was talking to the crew about it ahead of time, and I I see this dinosaur as kind of like the Joker. He just wants to watch the world burn. (laughs) He might be the stupidest person (laughs) in Hollywood. He's fucking dumb. Like... It's not not the fucking best, though. It's the dumbest (laughs) fucking thing I've ever heard. There are really times where I'm like, you know, the, you know, it's it's very easy to feel discouraged, especially about art. If you're trying to make something yourself, it's very easy to feel like ah. But you see people like uh, the reason we need people like Trevorrow, right? Mm. Is because he makes you realize that literally any drunk bum off the street could <laughs> make a better movie. <laughs> you can do it too. If Trevorrow can climb his way up the ranks, so can you. He really is an imbecile, isn't he? He's such he's a, a fucking moron. <laughs> he's such a moron, dude. How does that he's come out? He's such a bad director. Yeah. <laughs> I'm convinced he is incapable of making a good movie, unless it's by accident. He would have made Deep Blue Sea shit. <laughs> Shittier oh, than it all. Could you imagine? If he, <laughs> yes. Well, a- yeah, I, I think he is sort of in that lineage, although he was kind of like a hot indie guy at first, and he, I think, would consider himself kind of like a small intimate director i think that's how he would describe himself sure he is much more in the line of like guys like rennie harlan and yon de bont or whatever but that's you no know, i agree i completely agree but the crazy thing is that like at least yon de bont and rennie harlan were able to construct scenes that are like fun like this isn't like a particularly good movie but it's but at least it's entertaining at least like there are moments where i'm like biting my nails occasionally yeah. they have the the competency to at least pull that off. I don't even think Colin Trevorrow could do that. And it is able to, I think effectively scandalize you in the way that the, uh, the Trevorrow movies are clearly trying to, but I fail at, I mean, Jurassic world does a similar like brutal death. If you recall that original Jurassic world kills that she's like a nurse woman. Yeah. She's like an assistant. Yeah. 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 At the, at the end of the, and they do it in just like bloody fashion and they, they don't apologize for it. And that's clearly Trevo being like, yeah, see, like I can I can poke and prod the audience. And Book of Henry, the entire movie is just a troll. I yep. mean, that entire <laughs> thing is, you know, uh, but I think this movie it is is more effective at the oh shit. Oh, yeah. Moments. And uh, it was interesting researching this movie. I, I saw that Rennie Harlan took a lot of inspiration from Alien. Um, clearly, this is not nearly as good of a movie as Alien, and it doesn't really share a lot in common with it visually. But I, I, I think one of the <laughs> things that intrigued him about the script was that, you know, if you cast a mix of big names and nobodies, you can sort of fool the audience into thinking that certain characters are going to survive and others are going to die. Yep. And by the end of the movie, it, it kind of feels random. I mean, Thomas Chain is basically the hero, but. I've um, always taken note. One of the things I've always liked about that movie is precisely, again, that's a good point too, because yeah. I've, I've, I brought up on the pod that one of the 
interesting things about Alien is that you really don't realize Ripley is the final girl until she is the final girl. Right. Uh, and it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of similar here how the the movie, strangely, I mean, I, I'm always going to love this movie, but yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think, I'm not saying it's a great movie, guys, don't worry. But I will say, yeah, it is, it is. Every time I've gone back to it, it, certainly the first time I saw it, I was kind of struck by who actually ends up dying in the end. You know, right. the fact that certain characters make it, the fact that certain love, love interests don't happen. Yes. Yeah, it does actually add to that randomness. It does actually make it feel more thrilling than it would have otherwise. That's right. true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and people's generally speaking, people's decisions lead to their deaths. Sure. Yeah. You know, sure. But, but there are characters that in that in scenes where you kind of expect them to die like LL Cool J, and yeah. they don't die. And I'm like, oh. LL okay. Cool J is the classic, we're, we're killing the black guy in the first 20 minutes, yep. right? I mean, it, he even makes a joke about it. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, he says to Sam Jackson at one point, like, yeah, like a, a brother shouldn't be mountain climbing or whatever. Like, it's, <laughs> black people have enough problems. Like, you know. Well, he also said, do. like, he also said, like, um, something like a brother, like, never survives a situation like this yes. as he's running away. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found that interesting. I, I do have some questions about LL Cool J's performance. But before that, I, just to speak on the randomness of the movie and the deaths, <laughs> I, I do want to just play the Sam Jackson thing. Uh, oh, we're getting right to that. I, th- I think we just need to do this. Um, all right, all right, all right. So had you not known about this? I knew nothing about this. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Okay. I didn't either, but you could also, like, the way the scene was set up and the tone, you could tell. I could not tell. That's great. You, you couldn't. No, I could tell uh, immediately. I'm like, I'm like, they're really gonna kill him right now. I'm like, that seems kind of like a waste, but all right. And then it happened, and I was like, okay, yeah. He's giving his speech. He's standing right by the pool. Tom Jane goes, I wouldn't stand there, and he continues <laughs> to stand there. It's like, how how much more? You, 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 well, you need to tell me about your experience, Nico. I'm I'm kind of fascinated by this. Well, I think this this scene justifies the entire movie. Let's just play it. Sure. You think water's fast? You should see ice. It moves. <laughs> Great line. A mind. Yeah. Worst line. Like it knows it killed the world once. It got a taste for murder. <laughs> when the avalanche came, it took us a week to climb out. Okay, at this point, <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, what fucking avalanche? <laughs> oh, he's he survived an avalanche. Yeah, I know you, it was yeah. referenced earlier in the movie, but I hadn't put two into like. It, there was no flashback to the moment. I didn't think like it was that crucial for his character. Yeah, his been whole so backstory. Funny. Yeah, his entire backstory is that he survived an avalanche. Right, and then he was promoted which is to the CEO. Worst okay. character development or worst backstory. Yeah, I, I, but I I found that very funny. It's like wait a minute, there, there was an avalanche. Are we all supposed to know what happened? In the, <laughs> like, is this like some sort of big reveal? You know, there is no other reference to it aside from like one moment prior. Right. And no, you know, two. Well, yeah, but leading up to this moment, the craziest shit is happening and it's noisy and violent and you have no idea what they were even talking about at the beginning of the movie. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> and somewhere we lost hope. Now, I don't know exactly when we turned on each other. I just know that seven of us survived the slide. And only five made it out. All right, what the fuck is that about? All right, what is he implying there? They ate each other. They ate each other? Is that what this is? (laughs) Well, I don't think ate necessarily. They definitely killed each other. They ate each other. I think he's implying cannibalism. 
which I'm not sure really applies to this situation. I mean, it's you're kind of, you know, hammering your point home with a jackhammer here, but uh, yeah. See, I didn't take it as cannibalism specifically because he said they stopped getting along, not that they started getting desperate. Uh, so you think they were just losing so their minds and isolation? Yeah, I think he was just saying we got pissed at each other and we stopped working together and we didn't all make it out because, you know. What do you do with those I've... delicious frozen bodies, though? You got to eat them. You know, they are well preserved. That's true. Yeah. Refrigerated. It's great. <laughs> All right. Cannibalism. Back to it. Now we took an oath that I'm breaking now. That's a great line. We took swore oath. that we say it was the snow that killed the other two. But it wasn't. Nature can be lethal. But it doesn't hold a candle to Now you've seen how bad things can get and how quick they can get that way. Well, they can get a whole lot worse. So we're not going to fight anymore. We're going to pull together and we're going to find a way to get out of here. First, we're going to seal off this room. That's the- yeah. <clears throat> See if if I'm in Barry, that's the monologue I pick. That's the. Mo- <laughs> <laughs> Are you that's at the Glen Gary Glenn Ross monologue yet? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> what does Cousineau say, Nick, in that scene? Uh, He's like, you know, in, in in a time like this, we all need some therapy. <laughs> Mammoth. <laughs> <laughs> It's some variation of that. <laughs> Gene Cousineau. Oh, fuck. That's a, it's just, it's a great scene. I love, we all took an oath that day, and I'm breaking it now. So there, there are two sides to, to, to that. It's, it's just pure and utter hilarious subversion. So that's one side of the audience. Or the other side of the audience is just like, ah, oh, fuck this guy. I'm done with this fucking speech. Can we do something about it? And right. then chomp. Right. It's the best. I think the movie does a decent enough job at subversion. I definitely thought that in the opening scene where, you know, you you get the Jaws point of view shot of mm-hmm. like the hot woman waiting, uh, you know, uh, treading water in the middle of the uh, Atlantic. River. Nobody dies in that opening. Yeah, I, I, I thought, OK, that's an interesting enough choice because for a while there, it looked like they were just doing a Jaws sequel. And <laughs> they kind of are sort of. And they are. I mean, it, it is now impossible to make a shark movie without doing some sort of Jaws aping. You know? Well, this is a combination of Jaws and Jurassic Park, essentially. More or less. I, it actually has more in common with Jurassic Park. Oh, my Park God. Yeah. Than Jaws. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, they do the opening scene and you're like, well, we're literally just copying the same and yeah it ends with the uh, you know thomas jane shooting the shark and no one dies and everyone makes that okay and it's like oh interesting this is the they've at least put a little bit of thought into this they know that we have seen jaws by the time we've entered the theater yeah you know mm-hmm. uh for the most part yeah it's basically just ripping off jurassic park though mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah well it, all, all the way down to the animatronics and it goes i it has to be noted these this these fucking uh practical sharks Thank God there's actually practical sharks in this and not only well, CGI. Because uh, if it was yes, only CGI, Jesus fucking notable. Christ. Yeah. It's notable which is which. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> the practical sharks are amazing. 
They're mm. amazing. They're 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 actually phenomenal. I, I just I just like okay yeah this this is the height of the of of Bruce the shark. This is as best as he could possibly get here. But then you get to the CGI. <laughs> it's quite bad. Yeah, it's astonishingly bad. Yeah. Yeah. It, now, now the budget I don't think was as big as the budget for Jurassic Park. I mean, it was still a I think sixty million dollar <laughs> movie. So I mean, they didn't really have many excuses here. It did make one hundred and sixty five million worldwide. So wait, it wait, did wait. well. So wait, wait, wait a second. How much was the budget for this? Uh, the the Wikipedia page said somewhere between sixty and eighty two. Wow. Okay. Uh, it might be more than Jurassic Park. That would be really pathetic if it was. Well, hold on. Only five years after Jurassic Park. Yep. Yeah. Jurassic Park came out in 1993, yeah. Oh, yeah, six years after. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Well, okay, see, see, I do a Google search. It brings me to fucking Jurassic World Dominion. I type in Jurassic Park. It says Jurassic World Dominion, fucker. Anyway, here we go. Uh, <laughs> Jaws. No, not Jaws. I mean Jurassic Park. Um, 63 million. Yeah, that's... That's... Uh, Indefensible. Yeah. That's indefensible. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Jurassic Park has better CGI than any movie I've seen this year. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> 1993. <laughs> By the way, I just really quick tangent, but if we're going to be talking about special effects, I did just see Doctor Strange recently, mm-hmm. and it is miles and away better than the average Marvel movie. Yes, I agree. Those effects. You thought so. Yes. It's just Sam Raimi. Yes, I, mean, I agree. And not, not the whole movie, okay? Like, when he's in the multiverse and shit, that's very Marvel. Yes. But, like, uh, the ski- the scenes with, like, Scarlet Witch, mm-hmm. like, hun- hunting them and stuff. You can tell. That shit he loves, is so Raimi. So yep. good. Oh, you can tell he loves filming that. I, I was talking with Nico about this. There's the scene where she f- first confronts, like, the-, the-, the compound. And the beginning of that is very Marvel-y and, you know, special mm-hmm. effects overload. But the second she enters, it is just a pure Sam Raimi extravaganza, particularly with the fucking arm coming out of the gong and everything. Yep. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, there's a the movie is just just works as this like like Sam Raimi playing with tools, even though the script is not good, as we've talked about. But yeah, it's just it's not the worst Marvel script. No, I I, I agree. I actually like a few <laughs> Adam not the, the worst. Movie. Oh, I love. The we should movie. just say I think that. it's Adam really was good. raving. Really? I think yeah. it's really I think it's good. really good, too. Wow. It's it, I did not think it was really good, but I did think it was better than most Marvel shit we've we've gotten the last five years. I think it started kind of weak, but I really liked it. It it is the rare Marvel movie. It might be the rare movie from like the last decade that actually gets better as it goes along. Yes. And you can't say that about fucking any Marvel movie. No. I can't name one where it's like, man, the third act really blew the first two out of the water. It's the only, and I, I told you this one when uh, um, after, off air, and I was like, it's the only one where I actually took note of the production, where it just looks good. Aside from a few shoddy special effects shots, for the most part, it's like a well-put-together movie where I'm like, oh, wow, look at the way they dressed this set and they lit this shot. And I'm like, I never say that with a Marvel movie, ever, yeah. ever, ever. He tried his best. I mean, he really did try his best. And I think, like, it's, I think, better than Oz the Great and Powerful. Probably. And, uh, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I just, I was annoyed by the marvelness of it all. I think, like, it is immensely successful as a Sam Raimi movie. It's distracting. Right? And I don't think it's very successful as a Marvel movie. And I, I guess I don't, I don't really... one matters more than the other, right? And In it. 
I, I don't know. Like, it's not as marvel as I expected. There's there's obvi- the obvious Marvel moments, but there's there's nowhere near as much as I thought there was going to be. That's for sure. So that yeah. that was my expectations were in a certain place to kind of help me along when 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 they got to the really Sam Raimi parts still of it. A lot all. of cameos, though. Yeah, I get. It. I mean, it's but still I, a lot of that. But, but I told you, like, when off air too, I was like, you know, the way they handled the cameos towards the end, it's a better version of like the Deadpool two subversion, where it's like horrifying, and I actually was like, oh yeah. God. They, yeah, they just shredded up Reed Richards and blew up his head. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but then you have to ask yourself, like, why are they doing that? And they're yeah, they're, you get to hedge your bets with the multiversal stuff, right? Yeah, I like, know, I know. you can now just cast them again in the new Fantastic Four movie. That's the problem with the multiverse shit. Yeah, they got to stop it with this. Like, it, it, it what they're do- and by the way, I, I just saw this um, uh, side by side with everything everywhere all at once. Um, which is a movie that didn't totally work for me. Maybe we'll talk about it on the other show. Uh, but like at least has something to say about the idea of the multiverse and at least like uses it for thematic resonance. I think I'm the only person in the world, though, who likes Doctor Strange more than everything everywhere all at once. You're definitely that only person. Yeah. Yes, I, That's the other, <laughs> definitely yeah. that only yeah. guy. Whereas, yeah, I think like the Marvel movies now use it as uh, a way to retcon and to you know participate in fan fiction. I'm not compelled by the idea of the multiverse though, because anything. Yeah, no, I, I. It's not. It's like it's a big shrug to me. They, I'm, it's I'm a bit with of a cheat you. code for them though, because yeah. like that exists because of the comics. I guess and it exists because of the comics because the comics were rehashing the same stories. Yeah, it's for a shortcut for years. the comics. It's just like a logical for, thing. Where for they, 80 yeah. years. I mean, right. you're rehashing the same heroes for 80 years. You have to, at some point, be like, I want to start over. Well, and see, you have to explain it. And it, it feels to me more like a shortcut for either, you know, you know, unoriginal or just blatantly shitty writing. It's like, because like, a lot of the multiverse it's, it's, stuff it's of, of it all. say that. Yeah, I, I think, know that. But but I, I also think it's a byproduct of what comics are. That's and true. so I'm not sure it's a totally fair assessment. Well, that's what the movies feel like. If a lot, like particularly sure. with like the some of the X Men movies, a lot of it just feels like they were pulling this multiverse thing or this time travel thing just to make up for past mistakes. Right. Yeah. Yes. No. Hundred percent. Like. Mm-hmm. Okay. In the comics, like at least like they engage. I know like there's the big Secret Wars run mm-hmm. in, in Marvel, and I think like DC has like a has a pretty big multiversal arc too in the comics. And yeah, I mean. That is entirely the point of comic books is that you can bring characters back from the dead and you can sort of tell the same stories in a new way and like that that comes with the territory and I like my impression of it is that the multiverse concept is used to just sort of shrug those things off it's like well don't bother yourselves with the logic of this too much it's just a multiverse just fucking go with it right yeah whereas in the movies it's it's very clear that they're 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 reverse engineering some of this stuff like i know specifically in the case of spider-man they were thinking about doing doc ock again that was the origin of the movie they thought let's do doc ock for spider-man 3 oh wait we'll never be able to find a performer as good as alfred molina for that role (laughs) What if we just recast Alfred Molina and it sort of spiraled out of there? Well, if we recast Alfred Molina, then how does that open the door to other characters? They didn't have to do that. No, I know. But it, but, but see what I mean there? It just becomes this sort of cynical way to justify fan service and yes. to justify, you know, recasting some of the same people getting Patrick Stewart in a, another fucking Marvel movie like we need it, you know. Um, and that's what annoys me so much too. And the yeah, the Reed Richards thing really pissed me off. First of all, because I think John Krasinski is quite bad in his limited screen time. Um, I'm not sure and, I agree with that. 
Wow. Yeah, I thought it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Wow. He sucked. But that is quite a turn. No, I thought it was fine. Really? Is it just because it's John Krasinski? Would, if it was yes, anybody? yes, that's what I mean. I think he was bad in the role. No, I just saw so many I'm, memes. I'm not <laughs> I saw so many memes coming from it. They're like... They just replaced smartest man alive with stupidest man alive in oh, the yeah, voice. Yeah. <laughs> and Yeah, it's like casting Mark Wahlberg. And then in he that just role. falls over like a like a fucking pile of sludge instead of standing there and his dialogue he's saying his dialogue while he's like splatted on the ground. <laughs> no, how about the shot where he's like so in funny. the Illuminati room and he's clearly like not in the same room as Benedict Cumberbatch, so his eye line is like three feet off? They clearly just like shot it in Atlanta with him by himself, and he's just like looking straight ahead, and it's like, <laughs> dude, I'm over here. I don't know. I hated that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hated Krasinski. Yeah. I really hope they recast, man. And I know, like, I, it seems like he wants to like direct the new one. I didn't mind him at all. Yeah, I thought it was okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. I, I'll, I'll say you're that about to get a full movie of the, him. The big. Sup- yeah, I don't want another fucking Fantastic Four movie. But, but you're the, getting it. I know. Howard Stern is playing fucking Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom, dude. It, <laughs> I think that was the make or break point for me because I knew that scene was coming in the movie, and the fact that it didn't bother me as much as I thought it was going to was like a, I, at that point I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna love this movie by the end of it, and I did. Okay, I did. Yeah. Okay. Did you see Everything Everywhere yet, Nick? I haven't. No. Okay. I don't care for. But it. this multiverse <laughs> shit is like the 2022's zombies. version of like v- yeah. zombies or Vikings or whatever. We've gone through all of these fucking. It's a fad. Movies dude. about friends Fads, that bang yeah. each other. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is remember that, that year? Remember? Remember what? Like, what was that? Like 2014, where they what? Movies there were two it. movies. Of, it was no strings attached. Oh, you mean like like with friends was, with benefits and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Natalie Portman and Ashton Kutcher, and then like two months later, there was uh, there was friends with benefits with Mila Kunis and Justin. And then did the Hall Pass come out too that year? Might have. Oh, I know what you mean. Remember? Is that a fad? I don't I don't know if people well, were talking were t- about that. Well, I, that's actually one of my favorite things is you go back in time and like th- there are sister movies throughout history. Mm, Remember the funny. year there, there was the two uh, White Houses Under Attack movies? Yeah, Olympus Has Fallen and White House and Down. And White House Down. Yeah. <laughs> about like a Secret Service agent that has to protect the president. Yeah. The, illus- <laughs> the Illusionist and The Prestige. That's Illusionist another- and The Prestige is another yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. There was one uh, uh, year where there were, were there were two. Uh, who's the diver Prefontaine? There were two biopics about uh, Prefontaine. Fire Festival. The Fire Docks. <laughs> yeah, there's another one. Yeah. Uh, that that Hulu show I watched about that lady who murdered her neighbor with an axe. Two shows about that came out this year. There you go. Interesting. Why? We have we we. <laughs> I don't know. We do. There's two Tiger King shows coming, right? Oh God, that's right. Why? They're Why not, are they doing this? There Ron Howard movies coming out about the people who were saved in the cave, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's going to be uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's nerd shit. Uh Deep Blue Sea. Uh <laughs> yeah. So um Rennie Harlan, what do you think about this guy, Adam? What what's your relationship with Rennie Harlan? Well, he's made one of my least favorite Die Hard films, so there's that. Uh, one of. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think he's a total hack. Yeah. And that's fine. That's what he is. I, he, you know, he's, he's... A Paul Tup W.S. Anderson 
type. So yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I completely. I mean, you could watch AVP and not distinguish any anything from like it, it, it's a Rennie Harlan movie, more or less. Um, yeah, he he sucks. Um, he was gonna do Alien Three. Uh, in, in in the the behind the scenes documentary on that one, he has a lot of interesting, stupid things to say about what he should, what I would have done. Mm. You know, would have been so much better than what Fincher did and stuff like that. Mm. Um, he doesn't come <laughs> off. He doesn't come off great. Comes off like a total buffoon. I'm I'm yeah, not a huge. Nobody f- in their right mind can like try and say that they know better than Fincher. <laughs> that that. <laughs> That is a disaster production, and somehow Fincher manages to wrangle that shit together into something that works, kind of. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's amazing that that movie is as competent as it is. the The theatrical release, anyway. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, re- this guy's. Wow, he's made a lot of bad movies, huh? We made the Hercules movie from a couple of years oh, ago. Yeah, you remember that yeah, shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. Was that with Alexander Skarsgård in the role? No, you're thinking of the Tarzan I'm movie. Of course, I'm thinking yeah, of the Tarzan, Tarzan movie, man. obviously. Uh, directed by David Yates, who made the Harry Potter movies, uh, of dude. Course. Of course. Not to this be is conf- starring Kellen Lutz. <laughs> Not to be confused with the Dwayne the Rock Johnson Hercules movie, right? By Brett Ratner, By yes. Brett Ratner, yeah, yeah. The great Brett Ratner. Another fucking string of similar-ass yep. movies, yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so yeah, not a, not a fan of Rennie Harlan. However, mm. this is my favorite movie that he's ever made, and it's not even close. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care about Die Hard 2 that much. Die Hard 2 is a better movie, but um, yeah, this one means uh, a lot more to me than that one. I remember being a big fan of 2009's 12 Rounds. Ah. With John Cena. Haven't seen it. I've not seen that movie since it came out. I think I watched it on my iPod Touch in 2009. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, it's the first and last time I ever saw that movie. I remember being 14, though, and being like, this fucking slaps. Mm, okay. I have no idea if it still holds up. Well, we got to put it on another pod. Yeah, let's put that on the pod. Yep. There you go. <laughs> you know there's a 12 rounds, too? <laughs> 24 rounds? Starring Randy Orton. Wait a second. Wait a second. It's called 12 Rounds 2. What's it actually called? 12 Rounds 2 Reloaded. (laughs) What? And they just cast a different wrestler. Huh? What do you think about that? Just go to 13. I mean, what are they doing 12 Rounds 3 Lockdown? Oh my goodness. With Dean Ambrose? What? I, I, that shit fucking pisses me off so much when they don't just add another number. It what? pisses me off. There's that great. Uh, I forgot. It might have been Dan Harmon. He was talking about how frustrated he was about the "Now You See Me" series yeah. and how pissed off he was by the sequel. He's like, "Now You See Me Too." It should be called "Now You Don't." It's a layup. It's yeah. a layup. It's a layup. Yeah, it's right there. The title pisses me off. Uh, yeah. Uh, Rennie Harlan, not a very good director. No. None of the filmmaking here was was quite inspired. Um, but I don't know. There's some decent chaos. It, no, no, there is. Yeah. I think when shit starts going awry and there's a lot of explosions at this uh, this sea uh, lab, essentially. Um, when, when you get to what you're there for, this movie actually works fine. It's not totally. it's not the worst thing ever. It, it's a it's a decent enough creature feature. Roger Ebert even liked the movie. He gave it a three star review. That's pretty good. Yeah, he's like there, there's at least some like competence on screen. Apparently, some of the those stunts were actually uh, real. They used some takes of, of shit going wrong mm-hmm. in that uh, first sort of meltdown sequence. My favorite kind of stunts, by the way. <laughs> yeah, uh, apparently like the... the so, for, well, actually, here's the backstory. They filmed this uh, in Mexico in the same water tanks that they shot Titanic. 
they really? built oh, these water that. tanks for Titanic and they just had them left over at the Warner Brothers lot and or whatever. Warner Brothers had them sitting there and like, let's make another fucking wet movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so wait, are we doing a Titanic? On the same wavelength here, you know? <laughs> That's a, that's a teaser, good, good by pun. the way. A potential good teaser pun. for a movie to come. Totally. <laughs> uh, so What, Titanic? Shh, maybe. Maybe. T- Titanic colon, uh, what, what was the 12-round sequel called? <laughs> Titanic. Titanic's t- too reloaded. reloaded. Titanic reloaded. <laughs> uh... So they, they shot it in those same water tanks, and apparently uh, one when they were on the bridge sort of trying to get uh, Stellan Skarsgård to safety, um, there there was a, a burst of water that sprayed the entire cast, and when they sort of slipped and fell and almost went into the ocean, that was real. And uh. they, they used that take. And I, I like those little those little um, nuggets in there. I like it, When you sort of have like a naturalist feel to the chaos, I thought that was pretty fun. Yeah, and that's a great sequence. One that like ratchets up in a, in a fun way where it's like it's not just the fact that, you know, it's 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 raining and it's anxiety driven. It's then you get the the guy and he's he's being lowered down and then he falls into the, the, the lake. But, ooh, the cable's still attached to the helicopter. So we have to have the sharks literally drag the helicopter into the the radio tower. It's just yeah, it's a nice little escalation. Yeah. And, and there are a couple other fun scenes like that. As you mentioned, the thing in the elevator shaft was my favorite scene. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I thought the kitchen stuff was pretty fun it with LL Cool J. Um, There's that great moment where fucking Stellan Skarsgård gets thrown against the glass yeah. by one of the sharks. <laughs> That's really good. And I like the finale, despite the fact that the final couple shots is just Jaws. It's just ripping off Jaws as blatantly <laughs> as you possibly could. And it's also it's almost offensive. Yeah. But uh, it's well done. It's fun. You know, it's like you, you, you don't just shoot the shark in the fin and you're all good. Nope. He has to go through Thomas Jane's leg. And I'm like, oh, God, ew, that's, that's bad. That's bad. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about LL for a second, though. Oh, this was supposed to be Sam Jackson's part. <laughs> um, they offered Sam Jackson the role, and I guess his people were like, "We don't want you playing a chef." <laughs> Why? That'd be too low for Samuel Jackson. What kind of fucking stipulation is that? We don't want you playing a chef. Do I I look like a fucking gourmet to you? (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so he he ends up uh, giving the part to LL Cool J. And according to Rennie Harlan, like, LL Cool J was so compelling in the movie, they actually expanded the role. Uh, I think he's really bad in this. I think... <laughs> Rennie fucking Harley. Yeah, he's, I think he's really bad. What a dope. He's fucking really bad in this. Uh, he, he you is, know, in Book of Henry, we really... was Henry's going to be in the movie for the first five minutes, but he was so compelling. <laughs> he's literally like a Colin Trevorrow. Yeah, it... it uh, God. I, I, don't, I don't think it's really... LL's fault. Now, for the record, I've never liked LL Cool J in anything, anything no. ever. I don't think he's ever been good. Uh, I don't watch NCIS LA. Okay. But he's bad. Uh, that being said, this movie does ask him to carry a lot of it. Like, he is in his own movie for like 45 minutes, mm-hmm. and he is asked to bring both the comic relief and the sort of action center of the movie Some, sometimes he brings the dramatic heart to the movie with those prayer sequences yeah that are supposed to be really moving 
a lot is asked of him here, and I yeah. don't think he's quite up to the task. Nope. What do you think, Nick, of LL? Of Mr. Cool J? It felt like uh, letting him survive to the end almost kind of felt like uh, like a practical joke where <laughs> we, the audience, were the butt of the joke. Ah, uh, uh, so you, you know what I mean? Yeah, we all expected him to die much earlier. I did, frankly, when I first saw it. I expected him to die Which, pretty quickly. Which, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe yeah. they did a good thing with the expectations there. I don't know. I thought he was horribly annoying. Yes. Every he second he was on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not even going to really comment on his acting ability because but there's the, no the fact acting the, ability to comment on. The fact that the survivors, it's Thomas Jane laying on a on a plank next to LL Cool J. It's just... I wish they would have kissed at the end. That would have just really wrapped the whole thing up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Thomas Jane had this love interest going the whole movie. Oh my and then God. the last second, she just gets eaten by sharks for no reason. That stuff is fun. Because do, do they actually, like, make out at any point? No, no. it's kind of implied lightly yeah. that they might have a thing for each other, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like that yeah, they sort of like fuck that. But it would have been great if him and LL Cool J at the end just started making out, just kissed, and then they get eaten by another shark. Yeah, would have been fine with that. They get eaten anyway. For it's it's not even like a, a genetically tested shark. They forgot about the other sharks in the ocean, and then they get eaten. Just a regular shark. It's just a <laughs> just a regular shark. What was that shark? <laughs> Uh, guys, uh, I kind of want to do this now. What? Part of me thinks we should save this to the end of the show, but I think we have to do this now. I, I have other things that I, I would like to, like nitpicks. Is this the end of the show if the, if you show it? <laughs> no. Well, let's save it to the end. Okay. I, I want... Contain yourself, bro. I want to break down the lyrics to LL Cool J's <laughs> deepest, bluest, parenthesis, shark's fin. Now you brought it up. <laughs> yeah. I want to do this. I mean, just while we're, while we're on the subject yeah, of LL right. Cool J. It's fine. It's it's a great song. Go ahead. This might take a while. No, no. Jesus, no. <laughs> you know, no. What? Earlier when you were showing me, when you were like, oh, I might do this testing thing. Yeah. Um, I didn't understand why you were showing me a rap song. <laughs> but now I understand. So LL Cool J, not only is he one of the top build guys in this movie and is kind of like the main character for most of it, but... He, uh, in, in, in the way that, you know, Will Smith used to record original songs for his movies. I thought the same thing. Yeah. yeah LL Cool J does an original rap that plays over the credits. Um, the movie is called, uh, the, the song is called Deepest Bluest. <laughs> Stupid fucking name. Parenthetical <laughs> Shark's Fin. What is Deepest Bluest? I mean, there's so many fucking good verses in this. I, I don't like, <laughs> part of me just wants to play the whole song. Maybe we won't. Maybe we will. I just, I, for a second, I just want you all to take in the genius, the <laughs> lyrical genius that is LL Cool J here. I mean, this is just fucking unbelievable go, stuff. Go ahead. You want, you want to do it. Do it. Okay. Yes. My hat is like a shark's fin. <laughs> yeah. It's actually, uh, my hat is like a shark. <laughs> my hat. Very important, the uh in there. Is that like some gangster shit? Like what, what is, what does that even mean? He's saying he's intimidating, right? <laughs> no, I think it means he has an intimidating hat. That's, <laughs> I guess well, so. His, maybe his hat is like a warning. That's right. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
How does it look like a shark's fin? I think maybe when you see LL Cool J wearing his hat, you know, uh-oh, shark's in the water. Uh, Time to get out of here. Uh, you know I mean? see. It's a metaphor. Oh, oh, it's a me- I see. Nico, it's a metaphor. It's a okay. metaphor. Half man, wow. half shark, my jaws don't fall. Mm. So he's admitted that he is part man. And part shark. He has admitted that he's looking for human flesh to eat. To and he's also said that even if you're my relative, I will eat you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and God will not help you. I mean, this is one thing we have to learn as we explore uh, wet month. <laughs> yes. As we get further into it. I mean, the, the laws of the ocean. <sighs> Are a cruel and uncompromising thing, gentlemen. That is true. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not even your own family is safe. The laws of the sea, just family eating family out there. It's tough out there. It, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's, an, it's an allegory for his, his upbringing, I think. That's what it really is when you think about it. But not, not, not even his, his, his family was safe and they died horrible deaths. You know, he's saying a half-human predator created by a needle. Is he implying, like, steroid use? Could be. Has turned uh, him into a shark? Well, I think it's maybe heroin. Yeah, that's I think is what we're talking about here. Don't you just sleep when you're on heroin? Don't you just kind of fucking... Oh, yeah, I remember Jesse Pinkman. Uh, what, what, el- what else can you shoot up? I guess... <laughs> I remember Jesse Pinkman, yeah. I guess it could be... Can you shoot up PCP? I don't know. I, Adam, you're the drug user. I'm sure there's a lot. Yeah, you can <laughs> melt it down. You're the one that buys cocaine behind <laughs> the, the fucking... It's 99. 99 restaurant. Get it right. <laughs> uh, Back at it. Okay. shit is hot dude does that one slap i just fucking slaps 
<laughs> I just scrolled, and I realized he didn't just write a song for this movie. He wrote a full-ass fucking song for this movie. The synopsis of the movie, essentially. Yeah. This is the longest song. Our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Killer sworn to beast, swallowed them in flames. <laughs> they switched my DNA, tripped me into cool J. I can't fight the feeling I'm born to kill prey. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> Here's your star of NCIS Los Angeles. <laughs> local oh, my God. <laughs> you know something, though? I, I, I think in the, the context of the movie, I think it fits. I think it fits. Get in the lap dance while I smash through your boat. Eat your whole fam. <laughs> Nothing left but a right hand. Logistically impossible. <laughs> uh, I ate your ancestors. The ocean is haunted. That's fucking hard, dude. That's good. That is so hard. I love it. Supposed to win. How to cold steel feel when it froze your shit. Just stayed on dry land. Stroke while you can, cause now you under pressure in the land of the bear. Abandoned power ships, eels and socks, car, fish that glow in the dark, the Titanic's all. Underwater storms, your blood is so warm, your life vest is off, and that turns me on. Killing for centuries, the gotti of the deep in the neck. Whoa. Yeah, he said it. Killer of the for centuries, the gotti of the deep. The Gotti of the Deep. I think that's a Colin Trevorrow line. I think I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda has a John Gotti sensibility to him, that shark. Uh, wow. And this is like really paranormal and ghost focused. I'm kinda surprised at how much <laughs> It is weird, isn't it? It gets creepier. Millennium, I'm still gonna creep Sand under my belly Ocean over my head Through the light and the shadows You become the living Deepest blue is my hat is like a shark's fin Deepest blue is my hat is like a shark's fin Deepest blue is my hat is like a shark's fin Deepest blue is my hat is like a shark's fin Deepest blue is my hat is like a shark's fin Deepest blue is my hat is like a shark's fin Deepest blue is my hat is like a shark's fin Deepest blue is my hat is like a shark's fin Deepest blue is my hat is like a shark's fin Deepest blue is my hat What a record. What a record. What's the connection between Deepest Bluest and his hat? Hat is like a shark's fin. Yeah, but what's the connection between Deepest Bluest? It's the name of the movie, Adam. No, Gotta fit not. the name of the movie in that's there somehow. That's not the name of the movie. Well, it's, you Deepest Blue. That's the sequel. Deepest, <laughs> yes, bl- Deepest right. Bluest. <laughs> Deepest Bluest Sea. Important to note, by the way, that there are three Deep Blue Sea movies. Yeah, they're I still making this shit. Yeah, they occasionally come out with one, which is weird. They're like the 
the Tremors of shark movies. I feel like Tremors has been at it for longer, though. They waited like and 20 made, years to cash in on that. And they've made good movies in those directed yeah. videos. Like, right. not all the Tremor m- movies are actually bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did... Um, they, I think they did one in 2018 and another one in 2020. Again, feels like they waited a little too long. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. So. It's okay. Uh, any other notes we had about... Uh, Deep Blue Sea? Deep Blue Sea. I'd like to talk about some just little nitpicks that I find interesting. There's a scene with a tiger shark. Um, to talk about like the, some of the laziness behind the production, it's very clear that the mold they used to cast this animatronic shark was just the same mold that they used for the Mako sharks because it doesn't look anything like a fucking tiger shark. So there's my little nerdisms there. Uh, what else do I got? I, you looked like you were going to play something, Nico. That's why I waited for you there. I was looking for the Jeopardy music, but I don't know if I have it. Ah. Oh, here's one. <laughs> so, oh, there we go. So there's that. I, I thought that was really weird. Um, this has a, a funny moment for me. That this is just a cliche in like bad movies like this, but when they when they don't understand like the passage of time. Did you find it weird when... Uh, the main girl comes to the office to tell everyone about how important it is to get these sharks so that they can cure Alzheimer's. And then you cut to 24 hours later and Sam Jackson was like, that was a really impressive speech you got back there. I never, did you? (laughs) What else you got? Uh... (laughs) There oh is God, a just waiting for the sound effect. <laughs> there is a uh, uh, a, a lovely little uh, continuity error. I don't even know if it's a continuity error, but it's a, a production detail that made no sense to me. But there's floating rocks in a few scenes, which I enjoyed. <laughs> what? <laughs> there are floating rocks. <laughs> that made- oh, you know, it's a great place to set up a shark base. Yeah. A place with a bunch of long, pointy <laughs> mountains coming out of the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> That makes sense. <laughs> it's the scene where uh, the, the the fucking place is falling apart and they're in that main tank where they get the big shark and then the shark goes under and they, it disappears. And in the background, you can see floating rocks after some of the destruction. Wait, in the water? Yeah, just floating in the water. Yeah. I'm like, why are these rocks flowing? <laughs> it's very stupid. How many, uh, how many more? Uh, I, I, I love to death slipping and sliding. I'm rooting for these to be so boring. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> uh, slipping and sliding Thomas Jane is the best thing ever. Cause there's like about 50 shots of him, like missing a stairway. So that was always fun. If you're talking about wet month, <laughs> did they lather him up in soap before every scene? <laughs> He's like always sliding around in this movie. I love it. <laughs> What did you think about the wetness of the movie? It's wet, man. Yeah. It's, it's very a wet, wet movie. I'm not sure the water always follows the laws of physics, though. What do you mean? Well, I like, think there's the way that all those chambers flooded didn't make much sense. I mean, there's one scene where... It shoots up? Is that what you're talking well, about? Well, there's one scene where two men are able to close a giant steel door as the room that they're in uh, is completely flooded. And I'm not sure, like... Yeah, the the wet logic here made a lot of sense. Well, first of all, you couldn't physically do that, right? Uh, but to, because this movie is very scientifically accurate, um, they they wait for the 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 um, water to rise above the door so that the pressure kind of equalizes, and then you can close the door. It makes sense. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, indoor water is a little different than outdoor water, so you got to take that into consideration. It, it is. Yeah. 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 Oh, I I didn't know that. Um. 
Why do you even have some of these? Like, the in point? what situation would that be useful? <laughs> that sound effect. When we're running out of ideas, I guess. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. That's pretty good one. Who's, Thank God I what have about that. when Sam L. Jackson yelled like De plane, boss, de plane. De plane? <laughs> Remember when he said that like <laughs> it just sounded horribly offensive. No, I love that the reference was so old in nineteen ninety-nine, you know what I mean? Right. Like that's how far removed they were from fucking Love Island. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh what other sound bites do I have here? Let's see. I don't know what that's really for. His name is John Cena. We really run out of things to talk Damn. about. <laughs> We're just playing bits. Should have. Yeah. John Cena thing would have come in handy during the twelve rounds talk. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, good notes, Adam. I appreciate that. There's a the stupid bitch line. Also made no sense to me. I wanted to point that out, but whatever. What's, what stupid bitch line? There's a line in the movie where, like, the 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 main girl is talking about how, like, we we were really doing this the whole time, and then one of the girls acts like she had no idea what was going on, and she calls her a stupid bitch. Like that didn't yeah, make any sense. Yeah, just like offhandedly. It's like, but you were you you're one of the people who made the fucking You've been sharks working here for a year. What do you mean you? you ma- d- <laughs> well, because essentially the premise that was before that was. Uh, We've actually been making the sharks smarter. And that was like a big reveal. And it's yeah. like, yeah, they're smart sharks. Yes. I thought that was obvious. Yeah, okay. Uh, not to get too far in the weeds of the science on this one. But yeah, essentially the, the whole project here is that they're trying to cure Alzheimer's because there's something in the shark's brain chemistry, essentially. that They don't specify what that is that the shark's brain contains. Yeah, it's it just... helps rejuvenation of brain cells, yes. I think, in some yes. way. And in order to facilitate this process, they literally make the brains of these sharks bigger. <laughs> but it's like, why can't you just get a bunch of sharks? Yeah. It's, it's all <laughs> well, as confusing. everyone knows, the bigger the brain, the smarter the animal. Right. Uh, which is, it's, yeah. Roger Ebert actually everyone wrote this knows in his that. review. He was like, just because their brains are bigger doesn't mean they have more knowledge. It doesn't mean like, <laughs> they know how to like fucking open doors and shit. But it seems right. like, yeah, in, in this universe, that's what smarter means. Don't forget, this is a movie about swimming. Mm. Very important, Nico. And it sure is a movie about swimming. Movie about swimming. <laughs> the film is literally about stabbing. Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's all I really um, had. Uh, I thought Jay, uh, LL Cool J's um, quote about the theory of relativity was very funny. Where right before it was like, "That's the best explanation for, for physics I've ever heard in my life." Where LL Cool J is like, "You stick your hand on a hot stove for a minute, feels like an hour, right? But if you if you have your hand on a hot woman for an hour, it feels like a minute." <laughs> Uh, that's that's what Einstein actually said. Yeah. It did really, but well, he said you sit next to a pretty woman. Oh, they just repurposed says, that one. Yeah, they, they just made it. Put your hand on a hot lady. <laughs> no, they just LL Cool J Jified it. I think he said it better. I think LL Cool J said it much better. Then, 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 then Einstein, Einstein. Then Albert Einstein, get out of here, Albert Einstein. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, that's basically all I had. <laughs> they defeat the Sharks. LO Cool J and uh, Thomas Jade make it out. The rest of them don't. I thought it was very funny, too, when, like, when when the main female lead fights the Sharks at the end. She has to, like, get into her underwear. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, they yeah that made to... no sense. I, yeah. I had, like... <laughs> well, they had to... I'm not sure. No, no, no. This is why she did it. This is why. Because her suit... Uh, could ground an electric charge in case she got zapped. That's ah. right. It makes sense, guys. Okay. I'm glad they, they took they, the time to explain that. They justified her getting naked. Yes. Got it. Okay. That's, that's what she should have done. <laughs> okay. Just to, I buy it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> uh, the license plate full, pulled from the shark's teeth in the first 10 minutes of the movie is the same one found... In the tiger shark in Jaws. Yep. There's a little piece of movie trivia for you. Same numbers. Yep. Same. Yep. yep. Exact same license plate. Wow. And that's S- it. Same prop. To- no, nah, I don't think so. I'm happy you made us watch this. I think this is uh, it's a fun enough movie. I think like it, it kills an hour 45. It's on HBO Max if you want to stream it. I think. Uh, is, yeah. I've seen it mo- mostly on cable. It's another great cable movie for me that I highly recommend most people watch. If you know. Get drunk, get stoned, watch it. I don't care. Yeah. It's fun. Deep Blue Sea's fun, god damn it. Fun movie. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's it. We're done. Let's play a game. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got to do uh, the deepest, bluest man himself, LL Cool J. Mm. I think we got to do it here. LL Cool J, I believe, just inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Ah. One of the okay. uh, one of the great rappers of all time, and again, the the star of NCIS Los Angeles. I'm sure it pays the bills and then some. How much is this guy worth? I imagine LL's got a lot in the bank, wouldn't you guys? I would say so too. Drew Carey is worth approximately. Eight hundred and three thousand dollars and fifty-two cents. <laughs> the question is, how many? This that Bitcoin value. Drew carries. <laughs> how many Drew carries is LL Cool J? How did he lose all of his money? <laughs> uh, LL. I will go first. I will say that LL is worth a healthy two hundred and fifty million dollars. Ah, holy okay. shit! That's what I will say. Okay. Well, I was going to say that um, LL is worth two Drew Carries. Okay. So, yeah. So what does that come out to? So $160,000? <laughs> That's right, Nick. Uh, what is he? 90, 190 times two? You can do it, Adam. You can do it. I can. It's $280 million. $380 million, you dummy. Yeah, three hundred. No, three hundred eighty. You dummy. Yeah, three hundred eighty. <laughs> you all right? <laughs> you all right, Nico? Did you forget your math. Okay, uh, Nick. What do you well, say? I guess I got to be the downer here. I'll say one hundred twenty-five million. One of us is remarkably close. Ooh. Only off by $5 million. So you're going to say $5. 
<laughs> only off by $5 million. And that person is the person that came closest to $120 million. Nick, you just won this week's edition. Oh! How many Drew carries? Great guess, Nick. Not bad. Wet Not month. bad money. This Not was a fun money, show. Though. This was fun. I had this a good a, time. This is a fun show. Wet month. <laughs> Off to a rollicking start. What's I'm next? I'm excited to get wet with you guys again next week. Can't Ooh. Wait. Can't wait. Nick, we're, we're never going to dry, guys. We may never dry. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do next week? Nico, Ooh. do you want to do yours or do you want to do mine? Well, we know what the finale is. The finale totally different. It has nothing to do with your guys's. Right, it's Waterworld. Yes, that's yeah. Okay. We're of course ending with the wettest movie of them all. Yes, Waterworld. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, th- I think we can do mine next week. I think let's tentatively promise that we're doing Titanic two. Okay. Okay. Uh, the direct to video sequel, I guess, <laughs> to Titanic, if you can even call it that. I might change my mind. I don't know, yeah. but th- it's been one that we've been circling for a while. It might just be a shitty direct to video thing. I don't know. I don't know. How do you do a sequel to Titanic? It's fascinating. I'm excited though. to see how they... Of, I can't wait to find is out. It, is it the ship like a zombie or something? Can't wait to find I mean, <laughs> <comes> out. Of, <laughs> comes out of the water. Takes revenge on the iceberg. The sea is haunted, according to Alec <laughs> Maybe right. the Maybe the Titanic from a different dimension will... Uh, 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 multiverse, multiverse movie, yeah, of course. Yeah, yes. and it'll possess the corpse of the original Titanic. <laughs> this is the in what? order to fight the Scarlet Witch. <laughs> what a boring multiverse! This is the multiverse where the Titanic missed the iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing I didn't like about Doctor Strange. By the way, like they go to like two multiverses, and neither of them are that fun. No, like it's not like that much different from. You know, but there's that one section where they hop between a bunch, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that that yes, it's kind of cool. that was the sure. Yeah, I would have liked them to spend some time in the paint world. Totally. <laughs> paint. Yeah. Seeing a movie with characters like that would have been a total joy. I mean, everything everywhere all at once. You have to give it credit. It, it goes there with their ideas for the multiverse. And you're hopping through a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah, it's, I agree. It's sensory overload. I agree. Sure. I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's not a bad movie. No, we we, we got to talk about it. I kind of feel as muted as you do, though. I didn't really. I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah, I agree. People... Something about those guys don't really fucking gel with me. I don't. I, I had the same problem with, with Swiss Army Man. I like this one better than Swiss Army Man. I think. see. I'm actually on the other end. I actually like Swiss Army Man a little bit more. I found the the humor to be very sophomoric in a way that I kind of found off putting. Yeah, it's a little too childish. I know, like, it's very unique. There are very few movies I've ever seen like those two movies. I just. I, I'm clearly supposed to laugh at some spots, and I was a lot of spots. You know, I spots. didn't realize that was this is the same same yeah. people behind this. Yes, no, I okay. agree though, and I I just, like Swiss Army Man. Yeah, I like it too. I I think their humor humor works better for that though. I, I don't this. There's a lot of like I don't know what you're trying to do here as far as like the script is concerned or the the humor of it all. I hated the third act. I just flat out hated the third act. Uh, yeah, it goes way out of control. I think yes. in the third. I think like if the movie ends. At the fake ending, mm. two acts in, I think like it's a lot more effective. I don't know. I found it charming enough. I like yeah, Michelle I Yeoh in it, and I like I think the cast is doing good work. And it is—it's definitely like it—it's visually stunning at times. Like it's—it's. It's, I mean, they're doing a lot of directing, and I respect them at least. You know, they're able to get 
the maximum amount of product out of a semi small budget. Yeah, know? I agree. I mean, for, so, so that was cool. It's cool to see, I guess, like when when the movie is on and it's firing at all cylinders, it's really like captivating to watch. But then in the downtime, it just feels like a very basic A24 movie. And it was kind of the movie that made me say, like, I'm sort of done with the A24. See, I don't really, I don't know about that. Like, that that has been something I've heard a lot on the internet. I'm kind of out. It it feels like, I don't know. I mean, it feels like people are sort of fighting a straw man when they fight A24. It's like, it's it's just like a, it's a distribution company. Yeah, I know. I I mean, there's a lot, they release a bunch of different movies. I mean, like, the idea that like every A24 movie feels the same. They kind of do though. I, I, that's how I I don't buy that. Like, it's like you, you're working with different cinematographers and different director and different, like a lot of times they're just acquiring these things out of Sundance or whatever. Why do they feel the same? I don't know. They do kind of feel the same. I don't know. Does Midsummer feel really the same as Uncut Gems? Like... No, but, you know, but this, feel, this, this was giving me aesthetic vibes that reminded me of the fucking Green Knight. I was like, what the fuck is going on? It's a very different movie than I don't Green ca- Knight, though. No, I agree with totally, that. Totally, I mean, it's I agree totally with, different. I agree with that, but it, like, if you were to, it's, it's almost like if you were to l- release like a series of, of movies, like a television series of like anthology movies, these like the Green Knight and everything everywhere all at once feels like they would fall under the same banner. It, it's just like, yeah. Kinda, visually, you mean? Visually, yeah. 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 And just sort of like the way it's 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 carried through even even just yeah, everything about the production. I don't know. Huh. I don't know. Yeah. I is it, is, still have to see men. I, I guess we'll see how what happens there. Apparently that movie's awful. Yeah, yeah. I've heard very oh, bad really? things. Yeah, me yes. too. Yeah. I've heard very bad things. People That's have upsetting. said it, people have said it is so bad that it's the movie that will probably kill A twenty four for you. Or elevated horror rather. Well, that is... That's the big thing. Elevated horror is go, going away. Uh, which... I mean, I, fair enough, man. But to me, it's... I, I, I've I, been banging that drum for the last couple of years. I am not, I've never been a fan of that term because I was like, well, why, yeah. isn't, why isn't the thing elevated horror? Why, why isn't, you know... Well, no, I don't think the thing is elevated horror. I think no. the thing is clearly like leaning into its B-movie sensibilities. And but is it's doing a it, like, very really well. smart and, and yeah. like, prophetic But smart movie. incidentally, yeah, though. Yeah. No, that's a movie that's like an allegory for like the dark side of humanity. It's but it doesn't have to be. doesn't but, have to but be. But works no. if it isn't, though. Oh, you're you know saying I mean? like elevated horror only works as like a metaphor for other things. Yeah, I think elevated it. horror, you start with this idea that like we're going to make something ah, I see, I see, I see. Okay. And, and we're going to make it look quote unquote not like a horror movie. No, but that's and my... What, and like what does that fucking mean? Like horror no, movies I, are movies. I, I, well, yeah, yes, I agree. But the, yeah. that, that's my point. I'm saying like why can't the thing be, you know, elevated? What's what's not elevated? No, I think the maybe, term maybe the problem yeah. with A twenty four movies yeah. nowadays is just film school. Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> maybe that's the problem. It's 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 well low budget. I don't kids. buy this idea. They're making bad stuff though. I feel I don't know. Like the, it's, right, I didn't say they're making bad stuff. They're just making like there's a samey samey quality to it. There's something about the attitude that they bring into the movies they make that feels very much. the but same. But they don't always make them though. Is the thing. I mean, they, these are a lot of times movies that come prepackaged. Like they're, they're not it, really no, a production might, company. Might they're, of, they're a fucking. There might be a bit of an echo chamber right? in this, um, this sect of Hollywood, perhaps. Like it's very clear what A twenty four likes to distribute. Obviously, obviously, but it's you know they're gravitating mm-hmm. towards stuff that feels like it's of the same oeuvre. You know, I don't know. Look at you with the big French words. Little, yeah. Uh, they made X this year. 
Yeah, I like X. You like that a lot, they, right? That's actually an exception to what I'm talking about. Yeah, they made After Yang, which I thought was really good from a couple months that ago. That looks fucking, fucking insane. It's good, though. Looks okay, insane. maybe I'm just into it. I don't know. Yeah, Tragedy of Macbeth? Yeah, yeah, that's a great exception. Red Rocket's really fucking good. The Humans from last year. Come on, come on. The Souvenir. Yeah, I still... Lamb. Lamb is another one. Looks looks incredible. Minari? Yeah. Minari looks, rules! Looks the same. Minari's fucking <laughs> awesome, though. But, like, so what? Yeah, yeah. Right? You know, you know. Like, who fucking cares if they look the same? Like, it's... They, they kind of feel this... I don't know what it is about them. They all kind of have that that aspect of the DNA in all the movies. It's hard to... It's this ineffable thing. Yeah. All right. We need to dig into this a little more, maybe on a future show. Yeah. I, I've, de- I've You're not the first person that I've yeah. heard this criticism from, and I, I don't... I'm, I, I think we have to pin down exactly what that vibe is. Yeah. Because maybe there, maybe there is something more to it that I'm not, I'm not picking up on. I, I, I do definitely feel like their coming of age stories feel very like they did Lady Bird, yeah. the mid nineties. Yeah. Like, the, yes, there's definitely like a sort of nostalgic, Amblin light kind of eighties nineties feel to some of their coming of age. I stories. don't think they're bad movies. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like there's a. There's a samey, samey quality in the air when I go into a A24 movie. I don't, and I don't know what that is. It's, just, but it's that I, I, I can just tell you for sure that it's there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is that enough uh, cinephile talk <laughs> to close out the show? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. Wet month coming next week. Uh, Titanic two. Until then, <laughs> y'all have been so very, very soggy. Mm. <laughs> Moist. Moist. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Slippery. <laughs> <laughs>